0: Morning, everybody. I'm sorry for the background noise. My printer is going. I've been trying to work on it all the morning, and finally, it decides to go now. But anyway, it's going to be done in like one more second. (laughs) So (laughs) it's like that sometimes, isn't it? In the morning, you like you want to be organized, and uh, then it just doesn't happen and uh when you actually finally get yourself organized things sort of start to go uh, much much better so um today we are continuing our book uh born rich and um and you know i I i love what i'm reading um the thing about this chapter it's it says don't think in reverse In other words, don't stay in the past. It has gone and it's time to move forward. And I wanna ask you this question. How many of you take pictures with your phone? You look at the scene, you see it through the lens of your phone and snap the picture. You look on the screen and there it is, the picture you took, a snapshot. Your phone is like your mind. I want you to think that your phone is your mind and it's responsible for what you see. The picture produced is the result of what you see. So if you kept taking the same picture, would you see different results? Absolutely not. You just keep getting the same thing over and over again so why do we do that in our minds why do we keep looking at what has already been what has already happened because the result always comes out the same so we have to change the picture let your camera your mind take the picture of of what you want to see not what has already happened and nothing in your life will change Unless you change the picture. And um, we do not want you guys or me or Mary Pierre or Maria to ever be part of the 95% who are constantly looking in reverse. So, welcome, welcome to our podcast this morning. Um, as you can tell, it's just Mary Pierre and myself this morning. Maria is on an airplane off down to. Uh, Uh, Florida. And um, so I want to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you to everybody that supports the podcast, to Lise, Mathieu, and others who are always welcoming our new listeners. I also want to say a big, big thank you to all the contributors on our group Millionaire of the Diamonds. And I am going to just go over to Marie-Pierre to ask us to her ask her to give us an update on what is happening without our competition. Um we've just had a month end, Marie um Marie Does that mean that we're nearly at the end of this round of competition? Okay. Over to you. <laughs>
1: yes so on monday it's gonna be the end of the month so yes you have until monday to accumulate your ticket in the draw and to be in the top five to get this exclusive gift so it's gonna be an item logo with les millionaire des Diamants. so yes every time you comment on the group it gives you point to be in the top five and to be in the draw so every time you comment with six words and more every time you will put a reaction to a publication every time you will invite someone new to the group and that person Post to say thank you to have uh, uh, hand me to the group, so both of you will get a ticket in the draw. And uh, again, when you post on the group, so every time you get a ticket in the draw too, so you can be in the top five. So you have until Monday, and we'll announce it at the end of the week. Uh, Oh, it's gonna be a weird, weird week next week with our <laughs> jubilee. So then we after that, we'll announce the winners. I think it's gonna be easier.
0: <laughs> I think it, I think we have to extend the competition, and uh, because nothing's gonna happen next week, right? We're not gonna be counting votes and things next week so um thank you thank you everybody and this morning i decided that i would read you a story rather than try and praise it because um I, I, as i tried to write it out i said oh this is silly i'm just rewriting the same thing so i'm going to read you this story and it's called the 333 story Bob Proctor was doing a seminar that ran from Thursday night to Sunday at the Deerhurst Lodge, a resort approximately 100 miles north of Toronto. On the Friday night, a tornado swept through Barrie, Ontario, which was a town 40 miles south of Deerhurst. The tornado killed a dozen people and did millions of dollars worth of damage. As he was coming back that Saturday night, he stopped the car when he got to Barry, He got out on the side of the highway and looked around. It was a mess. Everywhere there were smashed houses and cars turned upside down. That same night, another gentleman, Bob Templeton, was driving down the same highway. They had never met, but an idea from a seminar that Bob Proctor was doing was about to bring them together in a lasting friendship. Bob Templeton stopped to look at the disaster, but his thoughts were different from Bob Proctor's. Bob was the Vice President of Telemedia Communications, which owns a string of radio stations in Ontario and Quebec. As he stood there looking at the disaster, he thought there must be something he could do for these people with these radio stations. That thought kept returning to his mind all day and all night. The following night, Bob was doing another seminar in Toronto. By the way, this is the story of the Bobs. <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> There are so many Bobs, you're going to see there's another one coming. The following night, Bob Proctor was doing another seminar in Toronto. Bob Templeton and Bob Johnson, another vice president from telemedia, came in and stood at the back of the room. They were evaluating the seminar, trying to decide if he could help their company reach its goals. They loved the seminar because it was in harmony with hit with their way of thinking. Bob Templeton became fascinated with the laws of the universe, particularly the law of polarity, or as it is often called, the law of opposites. It states that everything has an opposite, and Mary pierre is gonna talk a little bit more about that, I think. You cannot have an up without a down, a hot without cold, or in without out. By the same token, if you can figure out why something you want to do, do cannot be done, by law, you must be able to figure out how it can be done. People who accomplish great things are aware of the negative, but they give all their energy to the positive. After the seminar, Bob Templeton went back to his office. It was late, but this one idea he picked up had excited him. It also had him committed to the idea of raising millions of dollars and giving it to the people who had been caught in the tornado. And he was going to raise the money immediately. Furthermore, he was not remotely interested in why he couldn't. The following Friday, he called all of his executives into his office. At the top of the flip chart in bold letters, he wrote three threes. He said to his executives, how would you like to raise $3 million three days from now, in just three hours, and give the money to the people in Barry. There was nothing but silence in the room. Finally, somebody said, Templeton, you're crazy. There's absolutely no way we could raise three million in three hours, three days from now. Bob said, wait a minute. I didn't ask you if we could or even if we should. I asked you if you would like to. Bob Templeton was wise, he was appealing to the charitable side of their nature. It was important for those present to openly admit that this was something they wanted to do. Bob Templeton knew this new idea could show anyone how to accomplish anything they wanted by working with the law. They all said, sure, we'd like to. He then drew a large T under the 333. On one side, he wrote why we can't, and on the other side, he wrote how we can. Under the words why we can't, Bob drew a large X. As he did, he said, now there is no place to record the ideas we think of which explain why we can't raise $3 million in three hours, three days from now, regardless of how valid they might be. He continued, When anyone calls out an idea which suggests why we can't, everyone else must yell out as loud as they can, next, that will be our command to go to the next idea. Ideas are like cars on a train. One always follows the other. We will keep saying next until a positive idea arrives. Opposite the X on the other side of the flip chart, directly under the words, How we can, I will write down every idea that we can come up with on how we can raise three million in three hours, three days from now. He also suggested, in a very serious tone of voice, that everyone would remain in the room until they figured it out. We are not only going to think of how we can raise three million immediately, after we originate the ideas, we're going to execute them. There was silence again. Finally, someone said, we could do a radio show across Canada. Bob said, that's a great idea and wrote it down under how we can. Before he had written it on the right side of the flip chart, somebody said, you can't do a radio show across Canada. We don't have radio stations across Canada. Since telemedia only had stations in Ontario and Quebec, you must admit that that was a pretty valid objection. However, someone in the back of the room, in a rather soft tone, said, Next. Bob Templeton replied, Doing a radio show is how we can. That idea stays. But this did sound like a ridiculous idea because radio stations are very competitive. They usually don't work together, and to get them to do so would be virtually impossible, according to the standard way of thinking. All of a sudden, someone suggested, you could get Harvey Kirk and Lloyd Robertson to anchor the show. These gentlemen are anchors of national stature in the Canadian television industry. Someone spoke out saying, they're not gonna go onto the radio. At that point, the group yelled, next. Bob said that that was when the energy shifted. Everyone got involved and it was amazing how fast and furiously the creative ideas began to flow. That was on a Friday. The following Tuesday, they had a radiothon where 50 radio stations from all across the country agreed to work in harmony for a good cause. They felt it didn't matter who got the credit as long as the people in berry got the money. Harvey Kirk and Lloyd Robertson anchored the show and they succeeded in raising three million in three hours within three business days. You see, you can have whatever you want when all, thi- all things are possible, when you put your focus on how you can and next on every idea of why you can't. And I, when I read this story, I thought how amazing it would be if we adopted the same sort of attitude we're all struggling in some ways in our mlms at the moment the world has changed again and we're once again trying to get back to the successful the successful uproad so how would it be if we adopted this attitude that we can and we actually vetoed all ideas that said we can't so I think that this is a um something that maybe I'm going to try with a group of people to see how it works to come up with positive ideas for how we can move forward. But now I'm going to pass you over to Mary Pierre because she I think is going to tell us a little bit more about um some of the laws. So over to you Mary Pierre.
1: Yes. Thank you, Manny. So yes, that's law of polarity. So it's so important to understand that law of polarity because if you want to live a fulfilling and happy life, it's essential to understand it because the energy that you put out into the world matters not only uh, to and for your relationship, but for all your life goals. So what is it? That law of polarity is the law that is the principle that everything has two poles good and evil love and hate attraction and disconnection so think of the north and south pole on the globe or on the battery with its negative and positive terminal so everything in the universe has an opposite everything is dual and what uh, what it's what uh, allows us to experience life to the fullest and appreciate the good in the world because if you think about it everything will come in pairs, negative and positive action and reaction you can not only nurture certain energy within yourself but also use the law of polarity to draw other energies to you like a magnet because think of it this way could you know happiness without the sadness can you know love without pain can you know what is dark without the light so we all heard that the expression of opposite attracts and yes. So when you understand that, you know that you have to understand what you don't want if you want to know what you do want to. So in many situations we have to experience what we don't want in order to truly know what we do want. So for example, the first time you buy or you rent a home. You will likely begin to notice all the assortment of random little things that might bother you. Like maybe having only one sink in the master bathroom instead of two. And maybe this this isn't a deal breaker. But then you start to notice that there isn't enough storage space to keep all your things. So now you say, okay, storage space, you realize it's a non-negotiable. And now you know that when you rent or buy your next home, you will absolutely be making sure that there is plenty of storage wherever you go. So the contrast that will help you to really know what is important to you. So it will shed light on what matters. So let the negative situation be teaching experience to show what you do and uh, you do want and what you don't want in your life. So yes, that law of polarity will give us that powerful tool to change our mindset that when we understand there is a positive and negative to everything, we can choose to focus on the positive. So if you're experiencing a strong emotion like excitement and joy in connection with your intention, you have a strong intentional current that will help you manifest what you want. If those emotions just aren't there and they're wildly inconsistent, you're lacking the right kind of intentional current for you. So make a note of the emotion that you experience in relation to your intention. So consider whether they're associated with a strong intentional current or not. So picture a battery. You know the polar opposite terminal, one positive, one negative. If you hook it up to a circuit in one way, you will see that there's going to be a current that will be created with the electron flow. However, if you hook the battery up to a circuit in the opposite way, yes, there's going to be a flow of electrons, but now it's going to be in opposite direction. So if you want to boost the current, any extra battery, you have to, uh, you have need to be aligned with the current and in the same direction. So if you add extra battery, and some of them are facing the wrong way, you will disrupt the current and the device won't work. So in many cases, people working with the law of attraction and the law of polarity don't have an effective energy flow because they're accidentally using both polarities at once. It's like you have one battery in one way and the other in the other way. So they just cancel each other out. So if you're pouring a lot of energy into your intention, you're working uh, against maybe yourself if you accidentally mixing polarities. And yes, you will unlikely be able to manifest uh, what you want in your life. So you want to make sure that yes, you always have uh, in the same direction what you want. So yes, you, uh, you need some help maybe to make sure that you always use that law of polarity so, I have for you 10 steps to use that law of priority to make sure that you manifest what you want. So, number one, identify what you want. <laughs> so, clearly define your desire and goals. Be specific about what you wish to manifest in your life. Again, maybe when you begin, you will see, oh, That is something that I don't want, oopsie. So you can uh, maybe uh, uh, refine what you exactly want uh, so you can be able to work with that law of polarity. Number two, embrace the contrast. So understand that in the world of polarity, there will be opposite to what you want. Instead of resisting or fearing the contrast, uh, embrace it as a necessary part of the manifestation process. So for example, if you want financial abundance, you may encounter moments of financial lack, but these contrasts can teach you valuable lessons about money management and appreciation. Number three, shift your perspective. So view challenges and contrasting experience as opportunity for growth and learning. Instead of seeing them as setback, recognize them as stepping stone toward your desire. Number four, practice gratitude. Yes, again. express gratitude for both the positive and challenging experience in your life so gratitude will allow you to focus on the positive aspect of a situation and raise your vibrational frequency attracting more of what you desire number five visualize your desire so regularly visualize yourself already having what you want imagine the feeling of joy abundance and fulfillment that comes. Uh, Come with achieving your goals. So visualization, visualization helps you align your energy with your desire. Number six, stay open and flexible. So be open to unexpected opportunities and possibilities. Sometimes what you want may manifest in ways that you didn't anticipate. So trust that the universe will deliver it, uh, deliver in the best way possible, even if it doesn't match your initial expectation number seven take inspired action so along with that visualization take inspired action towards your goal so the law of polarity doesn't mean that you can sit back and do nothing it means being proactive while embracing that uh, uh, flow of the uh, um flow of the polarity of your journey number eight release a uh, uh, resistance so let go of any resistance of limitation. Or limiting belief that may be holding you back from manifesting what you want. So work on releasing doubt, fear, and negative thought patterns that go against your desire. Number nine, be patient and persistent. So manifestation doesn't always happen instantly. Allow the process to unfold on its own time and stay persistent in your effort. So remember that the law of polarity will teach us that contrasts are natural and they can lead us closer to what we want. And the last one, number 10, trust the process. So have faith that the law of polarity is at work in your life and that the universe is supporting your desire. So trust that what you want is on its way to you and maintain a positive and helpful mindset. So, by working with that law of polarity in a conscious and intentional manner you can navigate through contrasts and use them as stepping stones towards manifesting what you truly desire in your life so remember everything has its opposite and embracing this truth can lead to a more profound understanding and appreciation of the manifestation process so yes remember you need both to understand what it's really what you want so don't be afraid of that opposite because maybe it's that the opposite that you need to uh, really understand what you want and to learn something about what you want and to be able to reach it so i hope that you really understand where we are going with this and next week we will start with the new chapter the last chapter of the book (laughs) so i'm really excited to start it next week so i wish you a beautiful weekend and we will see you next week bye everyone